Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Talk <shoes>. Recorded <laughs> live. Oh, if only you people would log in before 7 o'clock and listen to some of the stuff that we talk about. Your sides would split open. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to AGP. As always, I am your host. I am Amanda Gillum, also known as Lady Vader 79, and we want to welcome you all to this really wonderful, exciting episode. Before we get into our episode today, though, we want to give a shout-out to all of our amazing sponsors that makes AGP possible to come to you live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So big shout out to Scott Comics and their all ages comics, our super mom, which is starring yours truly right now as a superhero and her friend Christy Blanche also as a superhero. There's a little bit of some catcalling at each other. Some people do not know how to follow the rules of using code names. We're just going to have to work on that. I'm very strict on my rules and regulations as a superhero. But go and check out that comic. They also have a website over at scottcomics.com. So go check out that comic. We also want to thank Hazard Productions and their all-ages comics, Peanut Pudding and Jelly. The story about three kids who do chores to get the money to make their superhero costumes so they can defend their neighborhood. We also want to thank Mr. Mark Kidwell, comic creator of Images 68 and the ecstatically wonderful horror, creepy, bloody gory comic book bump and of course we want to thank Gem City Comic Con which will be coming at you April 1st and 2nd and with that don't forget Champion City Comic Con that's coming at you October 29th big Halloween hoopaloo is being Springfield Ohio check it out that is now Gem City Comic Con's second show so now we get to bring you two exciting comic book shows a year and I say comic book shows so all you comic book fans make sure that you go to both of those shows and of course we want to be give out a huge giant thank you to our wonderful sponsor UVN, the Underground Video Network bringing you some of the greatest interviews podcasts and everything that's going around in Ohio, all in the wonderful video form. Wait, I just said UVN, the Underground Video Network and their sponsor and oh my god they are my guests today on the show I want everybody to welcome Richard Catterjohn and Michael Broth. welcome to the show gentlemen Hi Amanda Hi, <laughs> so, gentlemen, welcome to AGP for the first time where you are actually the spotlight of what the episode is about instead of just being a co-host of the episode. It's going to be a lot different for you, huh? It's going to be slightly different. Mike's going to have to learn how to talk about himself. Oh, wait, he already knows how to do that. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or as podcasting, or as I like to call it, free therapy. <laughs> Mike calls it Can I meet the cosplay girl? <laughs> I heard the snicker I just can't tell whose it was <laughs> <That> was <laughs> Don't hate the cosplayer Hate the game <laughs> So gentlemen um, I don't care who wants to talk about it first But who wants to give a little bit of backstory About how UVN came to be And how they've grown over the years Because you guys have been busy for about 15 years 
Yeah. Oh, Rich. Yeah, we've been yeah. doing this. Yeah, we started out way back in uh, 2002. Um, we as a local access show in Lima, Ohio, and that's how the video portion of it got started. Um, it wasn't online yet because there really wasn't video online back in 2002, but we had a chance to get on Lima's local access. And then Mike followed on, what, the following year there? You you came on board, and he was off and on regular there for a while, right? Yeah, it was kind of like when I would show up to the uh, uh, the Comic Connection where Dave and D-Boy, or uh, when Peanut and D-Boy were the hosts of the show, I would just stumble in, and they were kind of like, hey, Mike knows what we're talking about, sit down. And then, you know, next thing I know, um, here I am. <laughs> and, and then, of course, we, we moved into your basement there for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's – for anybody who wants to get into to video podcasting, have a great studio or basement because that is the, the surefire way to get you in. It's kind of like when you were in high school, you weren't exactly the popular kid, but you found out, you know, your parents were leaving and you had a pool. It's like all of a sudden you're like, you're the man. So it's like, hey, I got a place we can shoot video at, and so so Mike well, became a, a regular. <laughs> yeah. well, I got a place we can shoot video too, but my basement's a whole different basement. Yeah, wow, I nothing. think. I, okay, I'll agree, you guys. I, I just get the feeling shooting anything in your basement, they'd have to like hit the IM18 button before any video would start. You need a permit. <laughs> <laughs> Before watching this podcast, please enter your birth date. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong. Technically, there's a basement in this apartment somewhere. Technically. <laughs> so, UVN's been going strong for about 15 years. You guys do have a website, and a lot of people actually do get to see your content over on your YouTube channel. Um, by the way, welcome to the 21st century where you guys finally have freaking uh, a Twitter account. Tw- twi- Twitter? Tw- Twitter. That's... <laughs> yes, I said Twitter, not the other T word. Uh, which I am a member of that site, too. I, uh... <laughs> so if anybody gets any weird tweets on my Twitter account, I I I hit the wrong bookmark. I'm sorry. <laughs> so tell me, for you, Mike, how has the journey been from when you just started out being basically a guest host to now being the main host of UVN? Well, I uh, definitely have a lot less hair. Uh. No, really, that's it's really sad when uh, when Richard will post uh, like throwback episodes to back in the days of uh, when we were at the Comic Connection. It's pretty much it's like, see, I told you people I had hair at one time in my life. How hard did at, you work him? How hard did you work this <laughs> poor boy that he lost all his hair? I think it was from me trying to pull. I think it was from me pulling it out to try to get a word in edgewise when we had Peanut on the show. <laughs> and now we can't shut him up. Oh God! Yeah. And if you want proof, just check any episode that Mike's actually been on. And okay, show's over because Mike took it over. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> now, no, Rich- I- <laughs> go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. You're the guest. No, I I think 
uh, one thing I've noticed on being on the show for so long is it's actually you, – you can probably attest to this being a podcaster. It's actually helped me come out of my shell as just, you know, a normal person when it comes to talking to people. I was one of those kind of shy, reserved people whose, you know, hands was always constantly at their side, which you can – if you watch old videos, I, it was like it's, it was like, like a cardboard cutout. You know, and I just kind of stood there, and now ask Richard. You know, I'm just like, blah, 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 and my arms are flailing, and I'm pointing at stuff. And Richard wished, and I would go back to the the cardboard cutout stage. No, I'm just laughing. I'm sure you, as a podcaster, understand this. Yeah, because <laughs> you all have met me, Richard. You've known me now for four years. Name me the last <laughs> time I was introverted or shy. Go. Uh... I don't think I've ever seen you introverted or shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four years old with my parents going, hey, hey, who are you? What's your name? What do you do for a living? What, what do you have in your basket? Yeah, no. That, <laughs> podcasting was just a way so I could talk more because I never shut up. That's all <laughs> this is. <laughs> Actually, Amanda got into podcasting because she was in the middle of a conversation and someone just set a mic down in front of her and hit record. <laughs> Actually, that has happened to me three times now. <laughs> Next thing I know, listen to my podcast with Amanda. Wait, what? Oh, we were recording that? Wait, since when was I going to be asked? Like, I didn't even get any feedback that we were doing this at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you record what I said about John Barrowman? Prank call. Prank call. <laughs> <laughs> So, Richard, now you've been with UVN since, well, it was concepted. So you're kind of like the granddaddy, the father of this. So how have you been touched by the way how it's grown over the years? Well, like I said, you know, we started out with the local access, and I wasn't in front of the camera back then, but I became like peanuts conscious because I was the person that had to kind of keep them in the right direction sometimes, more or less, you know, and then they finally got me on in front of the camera, and then, um, we started losing some, you know, life, real life events started coming in because D-Boy got married and then Peanut got another job and stuff. So it was then it was Mike and me. So, you know, we kept the show going. Right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think what Man, Richard's trying to say, I, I think what Richard's trying to say is, is uh, the other people on the show got lives and it was like, well, Mike, <laughs> are you doing anything? And he's, I'm like, no. But all right, you're on the show, and I'm like, yay. <laughs> yeah, I got three passes for for this convention, Mike. You want to go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's cosplay girls there. <laughs> Which I, I do. I, I got to say, that one of the highlights, and don't just say the cosplay girls, but one of the highlights of being a part of this show is I've been a comic book fan, literally, I mean, literally my entire life. I have pictures of me as a eight-month-old in the Superman onesie, but it wasn't until I started to run uh, with the Underground Video Network crew that I got to go to uh, a convention, which it was Jim City, which is why, you know, Jim City is, you know, always has a special place in my heart, and I remember even back when it was at, uh, what was it, was it at the Nutter Center, Richard? Um, I think it was in that other, the Student Union building when we the first went. Started off, Union, the, yeah. started off at the student, student Union building, went to the Nutter Center, and for the first time last year, <laughs> Gym City Comic Con was actually in the Gym City at the Dayton Convention Center. 
Yeah. So even well, back then, even back then, the first time I went to Gym City, it was like, oh my God, I'm I'm home. Yeah, because we, we actually lost we actually lost Mike that year because he disappeared in the <laughs> dealer's room, and, and it was like we couldn't find him. And we had an interview set up with uh, Marv Wolfman, so Peanut had to do that, and all he talked about was Blade. So that was really weird because Marv Wolfman thought that was the greatest that he talked about Blade instead of like Teen <laughs> Titans and stuff, you know. And it's like, where's Mike at? Let's do this interview, and then we couldn't find Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was wandering. You can't go Interview with Marv Wolfman. What is the matter with you? <laughs> oh, let's be honest. I was probably chasing a cosplay girl. True, true. I will give you that. I, I will totally, I totally believe that. <laughs> I honestly do. <laughs> so let me. So Gem City was your very first uh, convention, Richard. What was yours? Um, one of the original Mid Ohio's. Um, I actually went to the second Mid Ohio Con. That was my very first convention. Nice. And through your times working with UVN, Mike, what's been one yeah. of your favorite all-time favorite interviews? Oh, man. Uh, it, it, it's a tie for two, but they actually go hand in hand. Uh, one, I got to interview uh, Rob Paulson. Um, it was one of my best and at the same time worst interviews because uh, it was – at Cincinnati, Richard. It was it was Cincinnati. when you were working. It was at yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. Richard was actually working for the the uh, the convention. He was doing the video, and I I talked to Rob Paulson, and I, I I told him a story about how how much his podcast meant to me, and I asked him if I could interview him, and he said sure, and I I I wasn't thinking. But luckily, I had my camera with me, so I was able to interview him. But here I am interviewing one of the most famous voiceover actors of all time, and I'm recording it with my camera, which had really crappy audio. And I think the other highlight is when I got to talk to uh, his his partner in crime, uh, Maurice LaMarche, which was amazing. Because it was so much fun because I talked to him, and I I asked him for the interview, and I showed him the interview that I did with Rob Paulson. And it was funny because his his handler was sitting next to him, and I think she was getting ready to dissuade him from doing it. And when I showed him the picture of me and Rob, he, like, stiff-armed his handler. He's like, oh, yes, of course, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was delightful he was everything I would have hoped he would be in an interview and he 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 had no reservations about doing the voices he's known for he did the brain he did egon and it it really was I'm a huge voiceover fan and he's one of my favorite people and getting to talk to him was was definitely one of my highlights Awesome what about you Richard what's been one of your favorites well, I just did it um, last weekend at the Monster Fest Mania. Um, I actually had a chance to talk to Fritz the Night Owl. He's a nice. late night movie. Ho- he was a late night movie host out of the Columbus Market. So the Columbus. Oh, Ohio I know Market. who he is. 
You're talking to okay. a horror fanatic. I know who this is. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I totally fanboyed out a little bit too much, but his um, his handler um, was telling me, he go, yeah, you was a little fanboyish, but it was really cool, and Fritz really thanked me and stuff, and it has not been posted yet, so no one even knows I really did that yet, but that's pretty cool. Well, now we know. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of. Then I got to, I got to talk to Jason Aaron uh, back in the day. <laughs> Nice. So that was pretty cool. But that's probably my favorite was the Fritz the Night Owl. <laughs> so one of my favorite things is when I go to conventions, watching people totally fan out. It is probably one of my most favorite things because I, so far, luckily, praise everything. I have not had that experience yet. I have not fanned out in front of anybody. Thank God. Because I have seen some amazing total nerve fanning. For example, so uh, one of my favorite shows to go to every year is Dragon Con, and I have a friend of mine who is a huge Star Wars fanatic like myself, and he took his Darth Vader costume, and we were up at the bar hanging out. Um, Ray Park was there, David Prowse, um, the guy that used to have the really long blonde hair in the X-Files, part of the Lone Gunman was there. Um, I was drinking with him, and... I was ready to go retire, and I ran into David Prowse, who is Darth Vader, and him and I were talking. And then um, my friend and his some of his friends who are, I've become friends with over the years, we get into the elevator with Mr. Prowse, and it doesn't even dawn on him till he stands there and stares at him, and I'm like, you're staring at him. And he's all of a sudden goes, oh, my God, you're Darth Vader, and I love you so much, and oh, my gosh, I want to go get my Darth Vader costume. Can I get a picture with you? And I'm just going... And this is a guy who's met Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and everybody else, and he's fanboying in the elevator, and David Prowse can't get away. <laughs> David Prowse walks out of the elevator. My friend breathes. <laughs> My friend breathes. And he goes, did I just do that? And we all went, yep, and we don't know you for the rest of the weekend if he walks by us. <laughs> like, so you found out a little bit, but has that been your big, biggest fanboy? Have you ever found out greater over anything? Or was that the was, only time you really fanboyed? It was really hard to um, hold back when I met Stan Lee. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. Well, what about you, Michael? Who have you fanned over? Um, two, two come to mind. Uh, the first one being uh, Ernie Hudson. I got to meet him at uh, Packrat Comics in Hillard, Ohio, for not at Comic Con. Comic Con. I yeah. Uh, I first of all, he is just a he is a massive man. He is just a big fella. And when he came around, I, not only was I intimidated because it's, it's Ernie Hudson. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's just what you say. He's a big fella. <laughs> he is a big fella. I'm telling you. And it, not only was I intimidated because it's it's Winston Zedmore, but I was just like I'm I'm literally I'm not that short, but I'm looking up at him, and the man he's I would I don't want to say at least he's in his sixties, and he was and he shook my hand, and I'm like. Good Lord, that's a death grip. I did. I fanned out over him, and I I really did. I fanned out over Margot Kidder. Oh, I got a well, chance yeah. to meet her. 
Yeah. Oh, who was just as lovely. And what really, what what made it even worse was, is I went with a friend of mine and we cosplayed uh, Lois and Clark. And we went to a lot of trouble to look like Lois and Clark from Superman the movie. And she was so nice and she was so sweet. And she looked at us and she looked at me. And I swear this is the God's honest truth. She goes, you know, you remind me so much of Chris that first time I met him on on set. And I, I lost it. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I did. I completely lost it in front of Margot Kidder. Oh, please tell me somebody has film of this because I would be laughing. I just put it on no, replay on I, YouTube. I would have, I would have loved, I would have loved it, but uh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh Richard, you are never allowed to let Mike go anywhere without meeting somebody ever again like that. Because if you ever get to get that recorded, we are putting it on YouTube and putting it on like one of those <laughs> gift replays, just well, constantly. Rich, well, Rich, you'd be better at remembering it than I would. Can you ever remember any time that I was? I I was like visually like fanboying over somebody I interviewed. Um all the cosplay really think girls. So. All the cosplay girls. Oh Oh well, actually he did pretty good on that uh whole who the one that you met that was the Green Lantern. You did really good with that. I thought you was gonna spaz a little on that, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, I love you guys so much. So now, for those of you who don't know, um, Richard and Mike are actually really good friends of mine. Um, I met Richard back when we were both working for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Um, we met under these pretenses. Help me. <laughs> That's pretty much right, isn't it? Help me. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Poor Richard. He has this daunting task of trying to get all these panels recorded and no one's and no one's helping him and here I am and the year that I was doing the Cincinnati Comic Expo, I was originally just supposed to do Artist Alley. Then half of the volunteers didn't show up, so then I took over also the celebrities. Then here's Richard, and then I started helping him with that. And we actually bonded really well um <laughs> through that. And that was actually before I started this podcast. Um, as for Mike, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, I know you, I've seen you before, but the only encounter that I can really, truly remember was at Kansas City Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> You're Amanda. Who the hell are you? And how do you know who I am? Because, <laughs> yeah, because the funny thing is, is we had kind of met a couple years earlier at Pack Rat, but we didn't, we didn't know really of each other then. And then I think both of us became aware of each other through mutual friends, and it was kind of like, how have you two not met? We don't understand that. How have you and Amanda not met? Yeah, how does somebody not know who I am? Come on, people. No. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so funny because when you just – it was just like, oh, my God, you're Amanda. And I'm like – uh, stalker, what, what's going on here? Wait, what? And you're just like, so can you do that interview yet? How about now? How about now? How about, dude, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) Step off. (laughs) But it was, I I will never forget actually meeting you that way. It's drilled in my mind. And it was the first, and then of course there's that camera in my face. And I'm like, yeah, um, see, I'm supposed to do the interviewing. This part is a little weird. Like, (laughs) So, but through through these times, we've actually grown together, and 
if you've listened to AGP at any point in time, you'll know that Mike actually does some guest hosting on here. I've done a few guest hosts over on UVN, like for our Star Wars special, things like that. And we've even had the opportunity to do a commercial together, which we will be collaborating more on more commercials coming up. Right, boys? Right. Definitely. Okay. Richard, with that enthusiasm, right. Right. That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Here's Mike. Yeah, let's go. Let's get the strips. Uh, hey, remember, hey. <laughs> strips. Well, you got to remember, I'm the guy behind the camera, so I always have to be quiet, you know, so you don't hear me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just I just had to make that script joke, though. Ah, script? You wrote the script. Um, yeah? <laughs> We're just going to wing this? <laughs> hey, I think we did really well for the fact that Amanda went... So I think that script's somewhere in the house somewhere. Did you show it to anybody? Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> I think you're the only one who memorized anything. <laughs> Poor Mike. Well, that's, because I, that's because I spent the time to write it. And I spent the time to file it somewhere in paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I glanced at it. I read it once. <laughs> So one of the reasons why you guys are on this show is because one of the great things about UVN is they're always readapting themselves and coming up with new ways to bring geek culture into everybody's home, whether um, whether it's through video or now you guys are going on to a new adventure. So who wants to take the reins and tell what's going to be coming up starting the 18th of, or the 17th of this month? Okay. Um, yeah, we kind of decided that um, with the uh, future of stuff that it's going to be easier for us kind of switch over to audio. You know, we're adapting the way that you do things, you know. Um, copycat! Copycat! Well, actually, you kind of influence us that way, but it's just getting kind of, the you know, like what really got to me was when we did the review for uh, Captain America Civil War. You know, we we waited a little bit too long, didn't we, Mike? And it we was, did, yeah. And it was just kind of irrelevant, you know, by the time we got it posted. You know, it was like a, almost well, three weeks to a month later, you know. And it just seems like we're, we're, we're just too slow getting stuff out. So we decided, you know, go ahead and do a podcast where we can go live, you know, once a week and actually get, you know, our take on things out there even faster. And... Mm-hmm. And the title just came about because of, you know, we have a little trouble behind the camera sometimes, don't we, Mike? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So so we're going to go with We Talk Too Much, and that's going to be the actual um, title that we're going to go with. And then we're going to invite some of our friends on, and then we can have some guests and stuff, you know, because it's kind of hard to jump into a plane and fly somewhere when we don't have any money to interview some people and stuff. And mm-hmm. I know there's video conferencing and stuff, but we decided the audio way will be just – a hair easier to get going. So that's what Mike and me decided to do. Right, Mike? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you know, we both have our own lives and, you know, doing the video is, is something we will always do, but with everything that's going on, it, it, it's difficult to find time where we can both get together, have a place to do it and, and do a video and there's been so many times where something's come up, something's come out, and we want to talk about it, but it's like, well, are you doing anything this weekend? Well, yeah, I've got this thing. Well, are you doing something next weekend? No, I've got this thing. Well, it's like, well, crap, by the time we have a chance to 
to get together and talk about it. Like you said with Captain America, it's the moment's gone. But at least doing the audio podcast, we'll be able – you can always make a phone call. You know, when you when you can set it, you know, uh, an hour aside, you know, you can we can make the phone call and, you know, do the podcast like what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, Richard, I know yeah. he said an hour. Make it at least I know. two. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what the first one. That's what the first one set for. So it was two hours. We got it set up already. So it's going to be like Mike said on August the seventeenth. I'm just, I'm just rewarding you. I've worked with this man. Set it for two hours. <laughs> I, I will say this. I, w- I will say this about Richard. Not only being used to working with me, but more like working with Peanut too. Richard knows how to, and it's, it's nothing against you, but Richard knows how to wrangle time, you know, just like, yeah, okay, we got to go. Like, oh, oh, oh okay. He, or, I, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I normally have dozed off when he starts talking in those rants, and I'm like, oh, is it my turn? Okay, great. I, like, ran to the bathroom, got another Diet Coke, took the dogs out, we went potty, I caught about 15 Pokemon, came back, Mike was just finishing up, so it allows me to multitask when he does that. I knew it. I knew there was no trouble with your website. I knew those calls weren't being dropped. I knew it. The truth finally comes out. For those of you who don't know, Amanda's always warned me when we first started doing it, she goes, sometimes, she goes, if I get quiet or you don't hear anything, sometimes the call gets dropped. It takes me a minute to, to dial back in to talk to you. Just keep going. I knew it. Oh, oh, oh. it finally comes out. <laughs> No, in all honesty, there's a there's a glitch in my phone that won't let me talk for over two hours. And because talk, I set my talk shoe calls for two hours exactly, um, when I first started, I thought I actually had to fill that two-hour mark, not realizing I can cancel this whenever I want. It's Amanda Gillen Presents. Amanda Gillen Presents, oh, I need to go watch television. That's what it's presenting. I got to go. Um, but my phone at first, would, at 15 minutes till the end of the show, would automatically shut off, and I would have to call back in. So if you listen to some of my most earliest podcasts on TalkShoe, it is the funniest thing because everybody's like, and she's gone. They started making fun <laughs> of it. It became this joke. That's, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And then once I was able to upgrade my equipment, upgrade my uh, computer, be able to use Skype and use my now wireless headset, so yeah, I am not a, I want to sit here for the hour and talk. I'm a, hey, okay, so I'm going to talk to you, and I'm going to go wander over here and do some stuff. I think one time I did a podcast, and I cleaned my living room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the funny part is, is I still give you my attention. I'm just like, eh, multitask, because I can't sit still for five minutes. It just doesn't work that way for me. Sorry. But once I was able to upgrade everything, I haven't had any glitches like that for quite a while. Except for when Mike goes on a tangent, then I pretend like I have. I knew it. Yeah, he is right. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so now it's called We Talk Too Much. I'm sure there's a parenthesis, Mike, really, um, in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking no. about bringing on guests. 
um, and you're going to be able to do your review. So basically, this is definitely going to be a nerd slash geek culture type show. Correct. Yeah. Well, I would well, like to I discuss got... some early uh, American Gothic art. Uh, I went to a museum opening. No, it, yeah, it's going to be pop culture. They're going to be covering the uh, presidential election. Um, <laughs> so you can sleep through that episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you, we've all had enough. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll be tuning into the uh, World Series episode of We Talk Too Much or the uh, the Super Bowl uh, episode of We Talk Too Well, you know what? We, we'll no, 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 no. There will be, no, there will be we'll a Super Bowl episode. No, we'll probably end up doing a Super Bowl episode just for the commercials. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as too much puppy monkey baby. <clears throat> puppy monkey God baby. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm having technical difficulties. I can't. The words you need to go Pokemon uh, Go can use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are your guys' plan on the next convention that you guys are going to be at? Um, we're not. We haven't really planned out too far. I know. Um, Expo. Oh, oh, I mean, uh, sorry. Well, I know Champions yeah. coming up. So, I, I'm just saying. You know, there's a small show called the Expo that's in Cincinnati. Sorry, I'm sneezing really bad there. Every time I say. And, um, you know, they got a couple of really cool people like Billy D. Williams that might be there, so you might want to check that one out. Yeah, there's that other guy there, too, that old guy, Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this is going to be what? Stan Lee's last Midwest convention appearance. And you ain't going to get anywhere near him unless you drop about $50,000. So. <laughs> I know, that is... Stanley is not made for the poor people. I'm sorry, he's not. <laughs> I had to sell my I had to sell my Spider-Man number two to get the money to come see you. <laughs> How'd you? Tell, um, I don't have anything for you to sign. I had to sell that comic just so I could say hi and touch you. Um, so somebody's oh gonna have Amazing Fantasy number seventeen. <laughs> that you know what. We need to write that because that would be a perfect modernization of, uh, what was it, Pose the Monkey's Paw? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, if you show up to the expo, I will completely sign, I would love to sign your uh, Spider-Man number two. I had to sell my Spider-Man number two to afford to be able to come see you. Wah, wah. That would suck. And don't get me wrong, I love, I, I, greatly appreciate everything that Stanley has done for the um, community and for what we are and bringing things like wonderful comics, amazing TV shows, great cameo appearances in movies. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be where we're at today, along with a lot of other great people like Jack Kirby. But I just can't see myself spending 80 to 100 bucks for a signature and then being told for 50 bucks, we'll actually tell everybody it's really his signature. As opposed yeah. to, I took a picture of him digging, doing the signature. How is this not real? Because I'm sorry, um, guys that work for Stan Lee, I appreciate what you do, but if you dare put a sticker on the freaking part of my comic book, I will kill you. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's a big no-no. That's like 
the, it's like that picture. Have you seen the meme where the girl, she's all cute, she's wearing like her little nerdy outfit, and she's sprawled over the comic books? Hey, hey, those are not pla- those are not bagged and bored, and you are ruining the value of them. And if you rip it, I swear to God, someone needs to string you up. There's just there's just some things that shouldn't be. Putting stickers on a comic book is one of them. There's no boards on these books, bloody savages. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me. I think if I ever was going to drop the money to get an autograph from Stan Lee, I think just for for giggles, I would have him autograph my copy of Mallrats. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly think that Stan Lee would look up at me and he'd look like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Mallrats, are you Get him out of here. <laughs> Honestly, I think I would actually have him sign something other than a comic book. Yeah, I yeah. like to read my comic books, which means nine times out of ten when I do get a comic book signed, it's like, well, I'm going to ruin that autograph real quickly unless they put it somewhere where I'm never going to touch it on the comic book. Because I still enjoy my comic books. I think I have one comic book that I do have signed that I'm not going to reread again. Um, that would be uh, my DC's V issue number one, which I got signed by Marv Wolfman. He didn't act. He wasn't the writer. He wasn't the artist. He wasn't anything. He was the editor in chief of it, and I had him sign it. And it was actually probably the coolest story ever because he's like, you know, I don't sign just because I'm the editor in chief. I'm like, yeah, I know, but this is one of my favorite comics and one of my favorite shows, and I, I, I just love this show. He goes, me too. That's why I'm going to go ahead and sign this. Oh, <laughs> Again, you skipped an interview with this man. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, I what? wish I could. I <laughs> wish I could take it back. <laughs> so, what are your guys' hopes and dreams to see UVN in the future? Oh dear um, God! I don't know. We got a couple ideas. I don't know. Me? Actually, I... go, no, go, which go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. No, just go ahead. No, I, I, I got to stall. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to listen to argue over who gets to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Richard knows well enough to know. It's like if I start talking, I'll give him at least 15 minutes to think of an answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see it continue the way it is. Okay, Rich, over to you. Ah, sucker. Um, <laughs> no, I, I actually... I, oh, go. I, <laughs> I'm giving you time, man. Uh, no, I, I really do. I love what we do. I don't I don't really have any... If, if the show takes off and becomes a huge hit, I would be ecstatic. I would be happy. But doing the show is one of those just like happy times in my life. I just, I love doing the show to do the show. I, I think most of the times when I do episodes, it's more for, for me than it is for anybody else. Just doing it even the way that we are now. I honestly, not to get too sentimental, but doing the show with Richard and Dave and peanuts has been one of the highlights of my life because I would, I dare say 75 to 80% of the people that I call friends now are people that I've met because of the show. So if anything, I would just like to see it continue the way it is just more exposed. So, so more people can, can share in it. 
He wants to expose you, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, that'd be that's that, the best thing. That's you know, for the anniversary episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard's answer, answer is ditto. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did figure out which our next convention, actually, even before the expo. It's the Jim and Dan Comic and Toy Show coming up on oh, yeah, August the 27th. That's because yeah. we want to hit that because that's the last one that's ever going to be at Hair Arena because there's no Hair yeah. Arena after that show. <laughs> and what's happening to Hair Arena? Uh, they're closing. Why do they want to go and do something stupid like that for? I don't know. Don't ask me. I guess they ran out of money or something. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing behind it, but I just heard that um, I think Dan or Jim, one of those guys posted that that's going to be the last one there. So that sounds pretty cool, but you know, I'm not, not cool that's going to be the last one, but you know, we I've never gone to a show because it seems like everything's always happened weekends of that show. So I said I have to get to at least the last one at that at hair arena. <laughs> Dude, you got to make sure like you pan out from the hair arena and be like, bye bye. <laughs> if, if, if it wouldn't, if it wasn't so far out, it'd be great to like do a closing of the episode, and it'd be like, "So, Richard, how do you think we did?" And then you know, pan to them, you know, demolishing the building. <laughs> That's and then add back to us. Then add it back to us. I think we could have done better. <laughs> Just be like, "Bye bye, big old explosion." <sighs> well, I guess they were right. <laughs> Not gonna have it there next year. <laughs> Well, that's like what, what Mike and me did for a mall in Lima, didn't we, Mike? Oh yeah. You blew up a mall in Lima. Wait, what? <laughs> that was that was a UVN exclusive, you know. <laughs> Why wasn't I invited, Dag Nabbit? I like it's been a while back. Well, Richard, is if if next year around this time. We just go somewhere and like we stand outside of a Wendy's. Like here, here we are outside the arena. Um, <laughs> it looks a little different. I don't know how they're going to fit all the people inside. <laughs> and then Mike turns around and goes, "Yes, I need the single with cheese, please. Uh, small size with a coke to drink. That'd be great." Um, anyway, is this the line to Marv Wolfman? I have an interview scheduled with him. Uh, no, sir. Uh, <laughs> Would you like a no. Coke with that? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh, and it would be great. Me, I would love to see UVN become a show that eventually San Diego goes, Hey, you know that Channel G4 and that Attack of the Show thing? Can you do that for us? That'd be cool. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I'll agree to that because I think I – think a lot of us grew up on G4 and Attack of the Show, and I think one of the big, the only real problem with that whole network and especially Attack of the Show was it hit before its time. I think oh, if they that, were to bring that back now, it would be so freaking popular. Like, they would be like, man, that's it. That's the only two shows we show is X playing Attack of the Show. That's all we need. <laughs> but they're never going to, so, hey, you have us. Hi, welcome to Underground Video Network. Yeah. You know what? Hey, I got a really great idea. Somebody bring back the G4 Network, bring in the Underground Video Network, AGP, and just because I'm a fan of them, Rooster Teeth, have the, us three do you every type of show that you need in Nerd Culture. We got this. 
only because I really like that show and I don't want to have to pay those prices again to get into that convention. <laughs> the the only thing I would request is we have to bring back Kevin Pereira because that man I got was a, was an, Oh, he was awesome. He was one he was one of the best reasons to watch Attack of the Show and I saw him here not too long ago on it, it might have been like at midnight or something and he's he's still hilarious. Well, he does yeah, Well, he does attack on Twitter right now. Or I mean that's where um, on uh Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, he's still doing hey, his show. Pereira, would you like to come work for us? We have no money, but would you like to come work for <laughs> us anyway? <laughs> at least I got sponsors. I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> oh my god, this is so strange. Kevin Pereira just tweeted me. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> You liar, spreading rumors on EPG. What's the matter with you? You're going to make AGP some gossiping little bad show. Bad, bad, Michael. Bad. <laughs> so I have to ask. So your first episode, uh, you guys are going to just kind of introduce everything, things like that. Who's going to be your first guest for your show? Whoever calls dibs. <laughs> really? No, we plan on di- we plan on doing um, a process that's a lot like the Hunger Games. Uh, we're going to gather all of our friends, and in the middle of this field is going to be um, a microphone, and uh, we're pretty just gonna, much going to be, you know, maybe odds that be uh, in your favor and uh, start the show. All right, I win. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm cheating, because I'm throwing a thermonuclear detonator right in the middle of it and taking out the microphone and everybody with it. Amanda, you will just eyeball everybody else and be like, don't you take one step off that podium. (laughs) You don't want me in some situation like the Hunger Games, because I'm just going to be like, I dare you. I really dare you. You really don't want to see what happens if you make me angry. The Hulk ain't got nothing on me when it comes to anger issues. Nothing. (laughs) Representing District AGP. (laughs) I would. Somebody put me in something like the Hunger Games. They're like, okay, everybody's in the middle. Thermonuclear detonator. And we're done. Okay, great. Um, I win. Give me my money. No. No, what you would end up doing is is you would end up camping somewhere and just shooting people from the cover of darkness. Like, <laughs> F in camper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what made you think I'm a camper? Hmm. Let's You're see. a camper. <laughs> I know I'm a camper. I, you know what? That is a logical strategy. I don't care what anybody else says. Camping is a strategy. It's a strategy, man. That is why you're not eager to play uh, No Man's Sky. There's no real... It's like, where's Amanda at? Oh, she's camping on that planet over there. Effing camper. As long as I don't get killed, I'm okay with that. All I worry about is my kill-to-death ratio. That That's precious to me. That's like gold. Kill-to-death ratios are gold. You will earn so many friends when you have a great kill-to-death ratio. Which I really need to stop playing heroes versus villains because my kill to death ratio and that sucks. You, you you can kill all the people that you want, but when Darth Vader comes around the corner, you're just sitting there with your blaster. You're just like, well, I'm dead. Yay. <laughs> Seriously, sucks. Like, 
And I'm going at three and 23 because Darth Vader hunts me down. Oh, my God. So I know this is about you guys and all, but I have to share this story with you only because I know, Mike, you love video games. So we were playing the other night. We were playing Star Wars Battlefront. And I'm on the Imperial side. And they picked up the hero. They picked Luke Skywalker. I shot him in the head. The cat, the guy who was playing him got really upset, and he chased me around the entire freaking map. <laughs> and my friends, uh, Tyler and Dash, who are on my squad, um, we were streaming this, and on their feeds, you can actually see them running behind, videoing Luke Skywalker chasing me. <laughs> They didn't try to kill him. They didn't do anything. They're too busy laughing. Like, every time Luke Skywalker got close, my jetpack came back, and I was just like, whoosh, and I jetpacked another, like, 50 feet away, and here he comes running. I'm like, son of a, no, knock it off. I'm catching specials, dropping turrets, dropping bombs, everything I can. We spent nine minutes of him chasing me before somebody uh, smart rocketed him to keep him from chasing me. It was Hilarious. Don't anger the farm boy. (laughs) I mean, I'm like yelling at him. Tashi Station's that way. Leave me alone, man. Go away. (sighs) So, through all of your experiences, you guys have met some amazing people, been to some amazing conventions. Michael, what's the one convention that you haven't been to that you would like to go to? Oh, man. You know, it would be easy to say San Francisco. I, it's it's not one I'm overly eager to go to. I, I I hear it's 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 the experience to go once. A lot of the oh, people I that I know. Question. Yeah. What's the San Francisco Comic Con? I know the San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Hi. <laughs> oh, you don't know about the San Francisco? Sick <laughs> uh, nerd girl over here. Uh, <laughs> I had to. I'm not even going to bother telling you about it now because evidently, if you're not cool enough to know about it, it's held on the rock. Uh, I was really surprised. I'm like, oh my god, you guys got Nicolas Cage? And I'm like, no, he just shows up. Uh, <laughs> it's held on the bridge. It gets destroyed every convention. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... No, I think if there was one I would really like to go to, I would really like to go to the the, the one in New York. New York City Comic Con held by Reed yeah. Cobb. Phenomenal yeah. convention. Don't get to watch much of the – I've never actually seen much of New York, but the convention's great. Yeah. And I can drive to that one. Nah, you don't want to drive. You seriously either want to take a bus or you just want to fly and take a taxi, go to your hotel room. The parking there is astronomical. You will spend a paycheck just for parking alone. I'm telling you this as a friend. If you ever get to go to New York, either take the bus or fly in and get a cab. And New York seems to be a really great city. They have a wonderful convention, a wonderful convention center, and they have a nice hotel there. That's all I've seen of it. What? There's a convention. How about you, Richard? What convention do you want to go to? Actually, I want to go to the San Francisco Comic Con. It's September 2nd through the 4th, and Christina Ritter is going to be there. Look at my Googling. Look at my Googling. (laughs) Christina Ritter is going to be there, and Jenna Coleman. 
Oh, wow. Someone's going to be there, too. You're Googling cheat. You're Googling cheat. Eric Larson's going to be there. <laughs> they got tons of artists. It's the running game, people. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's scheduled to be there, but, you know. But no, I don't know. I wouldn't mind going to the... Um, Actually, I actually would like to go to um, the uh, SPX con, you know, the small press, you know. That would yeah. be cool to go to. I've never been that to that, be. you know. Okay. So right. who would you like that out of all the people that you've interviewed, you talked about some of your favorites. Who's the one person that you would just love to get your hands on to be able to interview? Oh, you mean – the dream interview. Oh, man. I mean, other than me, of course. Oh, that dream's come true. I, uh, uh, my, my dream interview has already happened, Amanda. All other Aww. interviews from here on out will, will, will <laughs> pale in comparison. Uh, man, I really, I really don't know. It, it, I, wow. Uh, I'm actually going, Richard, you go ahead and take this one. Give me the, give me the two <laughs> minutes to think about it. Um, I don't know. I really, just whatever comes along. You know, I just got to talk to Fritz and Night Owl, so that was like top of my list and actually worked because I tried to put that together back in 2010, and then it finally happened. So, you know, that was pretty cool. You know, Monster Fest Mania was a great first show out, and there was a ton of people there. But I don't, I don't know who I would really want to. You know, um, anybody that just wants to talk to us, you know, that'd be great. So basically, hey everybody, Richard would like to talk to you if you'd like to join. <laughs> hey, yeah, I just got back into this interview thing. You know, I've been kind of shy about interviews for a while, and I had to warm up a little bit. I got to talk to some wonderful people, and those interviews are coming up later. So you know, it's I'm getting back out there. You know, it was all cool. That is the one thing I love over the, the past few years is when I can when I can finally finagle Richard into getting in front of the camera and doing an interview. I think one of the last ones was when we were at Trigon, and it was oh, the, 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 the toy, the the um, yeah secret toys, yeah, or what was the toy, the retro toys, you know, because we were yes. talking about the public domain stuff, you know, and I yeah. threw a loop there because I actually was bringing up public domain characters that he's like, oh, you really do know this public domain stuff, you know, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was one of those moments where Richard was kind of setting up the interview and he's telling me all this stuff. I'm like. Just do it. Oh, are you sure? You know what you're talking about. You do it. Do you honestly think with Mike's attention span that he was retaining any of the information when you were telling him it? Mm, probably not. I mean, you, 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 you know the older stuff, but you don't get into those public domain stuff, right? And so, you know, I was prepped for that, you know. It was all cool. Nothing is Mike. It's just that's not, you know... Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Somebody who wasn't behind the counter. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, so, Mike, have you come up with your answer yet? I think I have. I, oh, man. I guess an easy answer would be, I guess an easy answer would be a celebrity, and I guess 
You know what? I would honestly like my dream interview would be like with Mark Hamill. And I doubt I I would it would probably be about a minute and a half about anything about Star Wars, but it would mostly be about uh, him being the Joker and the the voiceover work that he's done. So yeah, I think I think like Mark Hamill would be up there. Uh, John Barrowman would be up there. Oh hey. Isn't he going to be in Cincinnati? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, I know who I would love to interview. Um, Felissa Day. Oh, nice. Yes. That's who I would love Good. to talk to. After reading Good his answer. book and Good everything, I, it was just like, oh, it'd be so cool to talk to her, especially with all her like video podcasting stuff. You know, it was just that'd be so cool. You know, I can just see it now. Okay, guys, welcome to UVM. We're here with Felicia Day, and we're just going to let her take over because she has more experience. Go! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now comes Uh, the big question. We're all, all three of us are huge comic book nerds. If you could pick a comic book character, say they were real, what comic book character would you like to interview? Uh, oh man! <laughs> wow, she just went boosh. Uh, I would have to say, uh, not the new Fifty Two, but I would have to say, uh, I hate to say our generation, but our generation Superman, especially. I would love to, if we're gonna go meta, I would love to interview him in like current time within the new 52 about how he's adapted to being in the new universe and finally taking on the role of, of Superman. Good answer. Somehow I knew he picked Superman though. I don't know why. (laughs) Wait, technically Felicia day, there was a comic book adaptation of the guild so my answer is Felicia Day again. I'll let you to it. Okay, I'll go with Jean Grey. <laughs> if she, if the, before, not the newer, after, not before newer after one, the before, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, before Dark Phoenix. Back or well, yeah, her continuity is really screwed up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially now with the time travel thing, does he really have a future and a past? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I always like Jean, you know, Jean Grey would have been cool to just, just to talk about, you know, being able to talk about looking at people's minds and stuff, you know. Of course, she'd probably know all the questions before I say it, so. <laughs> well, good. She had really good answers. It'd be, like, it'd be like interviewing Amanda. You get, like, two syllables out, and she's already answered your question. So what do you think? This is what I think. Well, how do you feel? This is what I feel. Hey! I don't do that. <laughs> well, I think both of those answers were really good answers. I'm actually pleased not to hear Deadpool. Why? Because then I don't have to do any actual interviewing. Deadpool, who's that? Deadpool could just interview <laughs> who's him. That? Who's that? Deadpool could just interview himself. He would just like his thought bubble would interview him. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. 
I'm actually surprised that, you know, Ryan Reynolds hasn't done something like. So I really like this character, and podcasts are popular, so I'm going to do the Deadpool podcast as Deadpool, and I'm going to make myself a guest, and it'll be really entertaining. Watch this. Oh, God. I think the closest we'll ever get to that was the promotion work he did for Deadpool. That That is as close as we'll get to a Deadpool podcast. Unless I'm really lucky and he actually listens to AGP and he goes, that's a brilliant idea, Amanda. Thank you for making me more money. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, if yeah. Ryan is listening, if Ryan is listening, I promise not to bring up waiting. So, you know, there's some, uh, <laughs> some incentive to, uh, to, to be on our, our podcast. Kitty Ryan, I love the waiting. Well, that's like in a Japanese commercial for the X-Men, the newest X-Men. After the credits. Oh, Lord. You know. (laughs) I like how he's like, I promise we won't talk about this. I can promise you there are no whole bars. I don't promise anything because if I make a promise, I'm going to break it on this show. So, nope, absolutely not. (laughs) So... (laughs) Where can people find you guys online? Well, the best place to look is undergroundvideonetwork.com. And that's the easiest way to find everything. Now, that's like the network itself. That's, you know, because we have other people on there, you know, uh, AGP's on there, you know, and we got some other podcasts and videocasts on there. And the other place to look for is behindthecounter.net. And that's the, um, the, the basically the video... Uh, catalog of all the episodes, and we really haven't got nothing set up for the uh, the talk or you know the we talk too much yet. Uh, we're working on that. We got a Facebook page started, so um, hopefully we'll roll out some other stuff after that. And of course, you guys are on Facebook under Underground mm-hmm. Video Network. People right. can also find you over on Twitter under the handle at un. Or sorry, U V N B lowercase T C. Only the T is lowercase, guys. And a lot of your videos are also on YouTube, which they could just type in your name, Richard, Richard Catterjohn, spelled right. just the way that it sounds. And of course, both of you also have both Facebook and Twitter accounts. And Mike, yours is M P Broth. And mm-hmm. Richard, yours is and I'm trying to remember this off of the top of my head. X A X X six six. No, X A X. Six six. There's this one X. One X. Okay. Yeah. What does that stand for? Well, the story is I was trying to impress a girl playing um, Galaga back in the day, and <laughs> I, I used to go by X I X, and I typed it in wrong, and I looked at it, and I go X A X. That's pretty cool. So ever since then, that's what it's been. And this is what happens when you're trying to impress a girl. Just don't do it. <laughs> I know. But that's what it you was wanted, back in the day. <laughs> you want to impress her? Get her Amazing Fantasy for the first appearance of Spider-Man. That'll impress her. That was way before Amazing Fantasy. <laughs> uh, uh, you can also find me on Tinder. Um, it's at LonelyHeart64. Oh, dear God. Uh, I've been on there for three weeks. Uh, I haven't had any nibbles yet, but come on, ladies. There's... There's more to me than that profile pic. I swear I, uh... No. <laughs> I swear I had more than you would possibly imagine, ladies. <laughs> Two words. Swipe right. Come on, ladies. <laughs> oh, God. It's all going terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. No, it's not. That's 
Yeah, it is. That's the sad part. It really is true. It's true. I swear <laughs> to <laughs> well, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on AGP. Being able to announce the fact that we talk too much, mini Mike, um, that, that is going to be airing starting next week. And that's going to be Wednesdays live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes, we will be. Come on. Let's show that enthusiasm. There's Richard. Yes. yes. We're, we're debuting next week. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And, and we're that's perfect. To get on. <laughs> nice. So that'll be perfect because what else is Wednesday? Really, you're like, hey. New comic New book, book, day. book day. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear God. Well, it's. <laughs> Me and Richard Tucker, that doesn't really fit for me. I, I, I'm, I'm broke. I have to wait until payday to get my book, so my, my new comic book days are always on Friday. You people well, and your disposable gonna... income. <laughs> it's called budgeting, brother. You need to learn to budget that. Wait, is that when you, you, you budge the bills into your wallet? Oh, I, I know how to do that. That's just, I, no, I that's when you call your landlord and go, hey, so, yeah, I was at a convention last week, and I don't have my rent money, but the dude that has all the anime figures, he has it if you want to go talk to him, or you're just going to have to wait another two weeks. Well, unfortunately, I am my landlord, and Chase Bank isn't exactly as forgiving. <laughs> and that's why I rent and not own. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, please, next week, Wednesday, August 17th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, go check out We Talk Too Much with Michael Broth and Richard Catterjohn. Help support them in their new endeavor of moving more and wonderful things by going completely audio, as long as they always keep up with their videos, which they promise to do. Also, make mm-hmm. sure that you tune in to their website. Check out their YouTube channel for all the upcoming videos that they have. I think they should make a video about how they're about to do audio, and they should release it now. That way people can also know over on YouTube. I'm just saying, you know, guys, go um, work, do something. <laughs> Rich, uh, Richard, didn't we do that? Yeah, that was up on Monday. <laughs> yeah, man. Where have you been? <laughs> I've been working. Some of us have two conventions to run now. Excuse me. You've been playing. You've been playing Star Wars Battlefronts. No, I've been live streaming Star Wars Battlefront and getting fans. There's a slight difference. Plus, I have a stack of. Uh, hey, I can. If we could get together, I we could do about fifteen commercials right about now. I got some I got some ideas flopping around in my, my uh adolescent brain, so yeah. Oh and I got and a new camera. Hear, wait till Great. all the wonderful things that I ta- that I talked to Jesse about and he likes and I get to make you guys do it too. Yay, we're gonna well, sing okay. everything is awesome. <laughs> Actually, yes we are. Ah, <laughs> that joke bit me in the butt. <laughs> You know me. I never stop working. So, again, guys, thank you so much for being on AGP. Everybody, go check out We Talk Too Much, which their premiere episode will be on August 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's going to be on Wednesday next week. I'll be there harassing these gentlemen. Why? 
because I can. So it's my God-given right since they're my sponsor. And I'm their sponsor. So it works out. This is this is what sponsorship is all about, bugging each other. Since neither of us really have any money, that's the best we can do right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, remember, AGP is live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to learn more about AGP or me, myself, you can go over to AmandaGillenPresents.com. You can check us out over on Facebook at either Amanda Gillen, which is my personal page. Pre-warning, it's a personal page. Or you can go check out the website of the show, which is Amanda Gillen Presents, over on Facebook. Or you can check out everything that we do over on Instagram at Amanda Gillen Presents or over on Twitter, which is the one thing that's a little slightly different, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vader 79 I didn't think I'd be a podcaster when I set up my Twitter account. So it sticks. It's mine. Don't touch it. And remember, Gillum is spelled like William, but with a G instead of a W. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, keep on podcasting. Let your voice be heard. And make sure that you have fun doing it. Because if you're not having fun, your guests and your listeners aren't having fun with you. Have a good night. Bye. Say bye, gentlemen. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. It's Come on, lady. It's Come on, lady. Yeah, we don't get to end the show. We have to stay here forever and ever. <laughs> Why is it? I can end this show every time, but you put Michael on it, it doesn't want to end. It's what the fans want. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.